0: Everybody good tonight? On this Halloween night? (laughs) Man, 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 I used to have some friends, a lot of them, that used to really focus on how bad Halloween was. And it was the devil's day, and it was all these things. And I'll just tell you right now, the devil does not have a day. He did not even have an hour. He, he hadn't been given five minutes. You understand? He's never created anything. There is not a day that's the devil's day. Amen? <laughs> I'm telling you, he, he doesn't have a day. We, 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 we have the privilege of waking up every morning and entering into a day that was already created before it came. Before we got there, before our eyes opened, it was already created. Before 12 o'clock came, it was already there. That's our God. And he's made these days for us. Amen? Every day is a great day. And something good is is ready to happen every single day if you step into that day expecting that to happen. Amen? Amen? Look at um, so I'm doing something, I'm, I'm we got a lot of new little things kicking off uh, starting tonight throughout the month of November. But I, I want to I want to look at a verse of scripture in uh, in first where do I want to go? Oh yeah, First Timothy. Chapter 1 and verse 18. First Timothy 1 and 18. This charge I commit to you, son Timothy. Paul's saying this to Timothy, speaking this to Timothy, getting, getting fairly close at this time to the end of his life, the Apostle Paul. Not not at, at the beginning of the writing of this letter, not it's not the end, but it's getting closer. And um, and he says, "This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage a good warfare." All of 2018, the words that I've preached have been prophetic. I'm not asking for your approval. I'm just telling you they've been prophetic words. All throughout this year, and the people, different ones that have preached here, when John Avanzini was here, his word was very prophetic. At Word First this last year, there were a lot of words that came forth at at our Word First. Um, Even what Jimmy Bratcher shared in March when he was here, it was prophetic. This whole year has been a word, has been a prophetic year, and there are things that have been spoken that God wants you to take and wage a good warfare with. How good was Sunday night for you ladies? Huh? I mean it was it was amazing even though I wasn't there I mean I, I was in the house a little bit but and I and I, I did peek in and out every once in a while, but uh, I just heard it was really, really good and there were some great words I heard that were spoken and prophesied and God wants you to wage a good warfare with those words and 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 God wants you stepping into from, from here on into 2019, he wants you waging a good warfare in believing the words that have been preached at Gates of the City this year. There have been some good word come out of this place. Now, I'm not saying that because I've preached the majority of it. I'm just saying we've heard from God and we preached some great word coming out of here. And God wants you to believe the word. It doesn't matter if the word gets preached, if nothing's done with it, I mean, yeah, it does it to, to an extent. But if nothing is done with the word, what's it going to profit us? Nothing. My encouragement to you is really embrace the things that has spoken to you. Go back over. If you don't, if you don't come in service and take some kind of notes or go back and 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 re-listen, you can listen for free. You can listen to every message we've preached here for I don't know how many years. How many How many years is on is on the podcasts, years. You can listen to every, but every word preached this year is on the podcast. You can listen to it, download it. Doesn't even cost you a dime. And you can listen to those things and go back over them. Things that have ministered to you, go back and listen to those messages, write them down, and let God speak to you by His Spirit what He wants out of your life, what He wants to accomplish through you. Because we're here in this town, in this time, on this planet, to help and be a part of advancing the kingdom of God. Amen? We want to be a part of advancing the kingdom in any and every way God wants His kingdom advanced. God is building His church that the gates of hell cannot prevail against. We have to be a part of what He's building. We can't build something under ourselves. We have to be a part of what He's building. That's where the gates of hell don't prevail. Amen? So, tonight, I'm starting my Sunday series for the month of November, tonight. So this word, I'll, I'll other than a few scriptures, I'm going to repeat this word on Sunday. And, you know, it never comes out the same, but I'm going to repeat it again. Because if you don't get it all tonight, which you won't, you can come back and hear it again, okay? And the title of my message for this month of, of November and the month of Thanksgiving, title of my message is Thank God. Thank God. And you could say it like, oh, thank God. Or you could say it like, thank God. Or you could say it like, thank God. Or you could say it like, thank God. Or however. Amen? And, and, and this foundational scripture we'll read every service in the month of November, including tonight. And it's found in 1 Thessalonians 5. It's three verses, and it's about 10, it's about 15 words long, and it's three verses. 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 16. Rejoice always. That's one verse. Pray without ceasing. That's a second verse. And the third verse is, in everything give Thanks. Not for everything, in everything. He didn't say for everything. He said in everything. So no matter what comes at us, no matter what happens, have that attitude of thanksgiving, thanking God. And no, watch this. You want to know what the will of God is for your life? It's right here. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. To do what? To give thanks to God. Amen. God wants us giving thanks and honoring Him and focusing on Him and nothing else. So remember that. That's foundational for this whole month. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 56. The sting of death is sin. The strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. But thanks be to God. Thank God that we have victory through Jesus Christ. Can you say amen to that? I have victory tonight through Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph or, or victory, you can say, in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of His knowledge in every place. Thanks be to God who always leads us to a place of triumph. God will never lead you to a place of defeat, ever. He'll always lead you to a place of triumph. Every single time. No matter what it looks like along the way. No matter what it looks like. But you know what? Most people really don't believe that. Most people don't believe that God leads us to a place of triumph every, other, every single time. Yeah, They think every other time. Most people don't believe that. Why? Because they've never developed a life of thanksgiving. I wrote this down. My ability to receive is determined on how thankful that I am. Not everybody's in a position to receive. You may not be in a position today to receive because you've you've spent too much time complaining about what you don't have instead of being thankful for what you do. It positions you to receive from God all the time. So, if you're taking notes tonight, write these four things down. Because this is what has to be working and developing in you for you to be in a place to receive. Number one, you have to be, you you must know God and trust God and be in the state of developing that. You're not going to just one day because you read enough Scripture, you're going to know God perfectly and trust Him with all your heart. No. It's a developing process, and you have to be in the middle of that. Number two, so that that first one, is to know and to trust God. You must. Number two, and what we're talking about is being in a position to receive from God. You must be able to hear His voice and be able to determine the other voices that are not God. If you don't know how to identify a voice that is not god that voice will lead you astray and i'll just tell you every thought you have about anything is directly or indirectly tied to a voice it may not be an audible voice but it's a voice so that so when i make a decision and determine i'm going to watch what comes in my ears and in my eyes i'm not going to meditate on things Of the world more than I meditate on the things of God's Word when I make that that determination I'm in a developing stage and state in my life of learning to hear the voice of God and be able to determine what's his voice and what isn't because he said my sheep they hear my voice and they follow say I'm a sheep sheep. it's me I'm a sheep I'm a sheep because he says I'm a sheep amen number three we must know Him. And, and all of these are series, multiple series actually, that we taught this year. About knowing Him, about being able to hear His voice and knowing the voice of God and, and the difference in the voice of God and other voices. And the third one is we must know Him as love. We must know Him As love if you don't know him as love you'll never know how to walk in love with other people and if you're not walking in love and developing a love walk with other people and especially people that you don't like necessarily if you're not developing that then you'll never understand what the power of kindness will do to deliver another person's life. The Bible says the kindness of God leads a man to repentance. And the Bible also says that love is kind. That doesn't mean that you are all the time, but love is. And when I'm not, it needs to be an indicator to me I'm not walking in love. Yeah, but you don't know what so-and-so did. Talk to God about it. Kind is kind. God is love, that means God is kind. You mean God never gets upset? If he gets upset, it's his will for him to be upset. <laughs> and you've got to figure out when you can and when you can't. Because if we don't know him as love, then what happens is we get in a trap of the enemy Believing we can live a life getting away with all these other things and thinking we're going to receive from God. No, what you're doing is you're moving yourself out from underneath an open heaven. God wants us under an open heaven so that we can be on the receiving end of everything. God wants you to receive more than you want to receive. But people that don't know him and won't develop that knowledge and that understanding, people that don't know how to hear His voice and won't spend time developing how to hear His voice and learning to know the difference in His and other voices, people that won't know Him as love will not thank Him because you have no revelation and understanding to thank Him in the midst of what you face. Now, I said all that, to look at a couple of the passages that, kind of, where we're going to go the rest of the month. Psalm seventy-eight. Turn there if you have a Bible, or just watch the screen. Psalm seventy-eight is an account of the children of Israel. There's a lot of accounts in Psalms of the the, the children of Israel in the wilderness, but this is one of those accounts. And what they did to God. Psalm 78, and I'm just going to look at a couple of verses here. Psalm 78 and 40. <clears throat> How often they provoked him in the wilderness and they grieved him in the desert. The children of Israel did. Yes, again and again they tempted him and limited the Holy One of Israel. Verse 42 says, They did not remember His power from when He performed the miracles in Egypt. The day when He redeemed them from the enemy, they did not remember that. And so what happened was, they became complainers, they operated in unbelief, they had to see things happen before they would rejoice and and give glory to God. And because of that, they limited the Holy One of Israel. Now, I promise you that there is no limit, there's no limitations on God's ability. The limitations were because of the people's unbelief. And the people's unbelief and complaining kept them from being in a state of thanksgiving and giving glory to God. No matter what it looked like in the moment, God would take them to the other side. An 11-day journey from Egypt to the promised land. And it took them 40 years and most of them didn't make it. I refuse to be one of those that don't make the promise. (laughs) Not me. Everybody say, I'm in. (laughs) I'm in it. Amen? I'm in. I'm on the receiving end. I'm under that open heaven. I'm positioning myself to receive from God. How do we do that? Let's look at a couple things. How do we do that? Let's look at how we do this. I always use, times like this, I always use Lee Dunning as an example. And uh, I kind of think this will be a prophetic word for the future. But uh, if, uh, if Lee called me one day, he says, can I talk to you? I, I have something I need to give you. And I walk in, say, in his office back there, and we, I walk in there and he said, uh, he said, uh, God's blessed us and God told me to write you a check for a million dollars. I believe I believe that's prophetic in the future. He's. In. I, I I believe God told me to write you a check for a million dollars. <throat> How many know that that a, that an actual check is about as, worth as much as this piece of paper is? Because that's all it is is a piece of paper, right? But um, do you think in the relationship that you all f- believe that Lee Dunning and I have? Do you think I trust him? Okay? So so you mean that I could take that piece of paper with that ink written on there, and I wouldn't have to run to the bank and make sure it was good. I could even take it home and put it on my dresser and let it sit there for a week. Confident that what he promised me was going to cash out. Why? Because I know him, because I trust him, because when I heard his voice and he said he's giving it to me because God told him, I heard his voice and I paid attention, and when he gave it to me, I didn't say, well, I just don't believe this. That ain't coming out of my mouth. How much more should we have the same attitude where the promises of God are concerned? And, and, and because, a lot of times, because the promises are not written in the Bible to you personally, you have to make it personal. That means you have to know him. You have to know his voice, right? Right? You have to know Him by His Word. You have to know Him by the love of God and the understanding of God. You have to know Him personally in every way for you to believe that what He's promised, He's able to perform it and He will perform it because He loves you so much. But you've got to make these passages of Scripture, they've got to become personal to you. Now, if a person is not thankful, I like these balloons back here. Um, If a person is not thankful, they're not thankful because they can't be thankful. If a person isn't thankful, they're thankful. They're not thankful because they choose not to be. You make the choice to complain as the children of Israel did, to moan and groan as the children of Israel did, to be in unbelief and in that state of unbelief as the children of Israel did, and they did not receive the promises of God. That's what you choose. You choose to be that way, but... If you don't know God and you're not developing that relationship, if you're not developing the ability to hear His voice and allowing Him to reveal, like, I'm preaching a word tonight, if you don't take what I'm saying tonight and do something with it and let the Holy Spirit reveal it to you, just because I preached it doesn't mean it'll do anything for you. I'm mean, going to give you a little bit of knowledge. You'll know you can say, yeah, you know, you said something about that six months ago. I forgot what it, exactly what it was. But Now, if you don't do anything with it, The Holy Spirit will not come in and force his way in and force you to take the information and allow that information to become revelation and wisdom that you need to operate in this earth. He won't force his way in, but he's here for you. Holy Spirit is here on the earth to reveal everything that Jesus said, which was the will of the Father. And when you make these promises personal, in your life it will produce a receiving that you've never seen before that's why I told you in the beginning as I read that scripture in, in, in 1 Timothy 1:18 to take the prophecies take the word that has been preached from this body this year do something with it believe everything that's come if you got a personal prophetic word at word first you got one sometime during the year you got one this last Sunday night let There'd be a warring going on, but the warring can't be you trying to make a word come to pass that's not what God really said. That's why you have to have the Holy Spirit reveal what He meant to you and do something with it. can't tell you how much God was speaking that to me today to tell you. Anybody that came tonight to tell you to do something with what you've heard preached. So I want you to think about these two verses of Scripture tonight. 1 John 5, 4. 1 John 5 and verse 4. For whatever is born of God, Say, I'm a whatever. Amen. We're whatevers. So whatever, whosoever, whatever's born of God, that's us. If you're born again tonight, this is, he's talking to you. Overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, what? Our faith. The victory that overcomes the world is our faith. But not our faith in our faith but our faith in the fact that he overcame. And the verse we've already read in 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 57. But thanks be to God. Thanks be to God who gives me the victory through my Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God who gives me the victory. This is the victory that overcomes the world, my faith in the fact that Jesus did what he said he'd do. And in my little example with Lee Dunning, I've got to be thankful when it's just on paper and when it's... Not yet in my hands. It's, it's, I've, been given a, I've been given a promise note that it's, that it's real. He's given us His Word, and, and in His Word, it's real. It's, it's real to us. And, and, and when it's in that state, I'm not going to wait to thank Him when I get it. I'm going to thank Him now that it's really real. The money's in the bank. The situation will change when I begin to thank Him because I know Him, I'm hearing His voice, I'm developing. You, you, don't, you don't hear Him. You don't hear Him tonight. Listen, I'm just settling with you right now. You're not hearing the voice of God today like you can if you keep developing it. You're not walking in love today like you could a year from now if you'll keep developing it. And, and, and purpose, purpose. You're not going to let anybody in life get you off of what you're doing, no matter how they act or what they do. And the more adamant you are about that, the more thankful that you'll become out of your heart. Yeah, there's days you've got to thank God by faith. There's days you have to thank Him and, and, and continue to thank Him and honor Him and praise Him no matter what things look like, but what happens is what it develops on the inside of you is who God really is in every area. Let's say you're having trouble in your marriage. God, I thank you that I have a great marriage. Lord, I thank you for my wife. I thank you, Father, that your word is deep and going deep on the inside of her. I thank you for all that you're doing t- today today. In, in her life and in my life and f- us together, you're making us one. Lord, I glorify and magnify your holy name. If you're waiting until they change and they get better, you're going to wait till hell freezes over. you got to get thankfulness in your mouth and coming out of your mouth until you come to the place where you really believe it. You may be attacked in your physical body. There may be symptoms in your body. Lord, I thank you that by the stripes of Jesus I'm healed. I am healed because of what he did. Remember, this is the victory that overcomes the world. My faith in the fact that he overcame. He healed me. He healed my marriage. He's healed my pocketbook, my wealth. He's promised me wealth. He's given us... Scripture after Scripture after Scripture passages throughout the whole Bible that He created us to be wealthy people. No day like the present to begin to thank Him for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and to know what to do with wealth to advance His kingdom. And you know what? He desires for you to have pleasure in everything that we do. L- look at this verse of Scripture. Scripture. I want to show you the will of God in this verse of scripture right here. Where am I? Oh, there it is. Look at. Um, where am I going? 1 Timothy 6 and verse 17. Look at this. Verse 18. Verse 17. 1 Timothy 6 and 17. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. I, I, I used to think that he was talking to the, you know, because in the natural realm, I, I'm, I'm not in the same financial position that Bill Gates is in. So I used to think he was talking about the Bill Gates of the world. But the Bible says in in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 that Jesus became poor, that we would be rich in all things. So because he said that about me, then he's talking about me. Command those. So this is Paul's instruction to Timothy. Timothy, when you see Burt Wimberly, command him, Not to be haughty nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us all things to enjoy, richly all things to enjoy. Let them do good that they may be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come that they may lay hold of eternal life. You can lay hold of eternal life through wealth and riches. Because it's so much of God's plan, you just can't have wealth and riches as your God. Wealth and riches are a horrible God. But they're an amazing tool. Amen? Father, I thank you today. I'm thanking you now. I'm thanking you, Father, for the the harvest on every seed that I've sown. I'm thanking you today, Father, for millions manifesting around us and all the people daily. I speak those kind of things over all of you because I have such great expectation about us being in a position to receive. And it happens when we become thankful today by faith in God over every promise that Jesus Christ fulfilled. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith in the fact that he really overcame. He really did it. Can you say amen? This is the victory. Say, I have the victory. So the victory is in, is in faith in Him, faith in his, in his voice, that I hear His voice, faith in the fact that I was created to walk in the love of God because that's who God is. Faith in the fact that When I thank him for what is mine on paper, it'll always cash out the exact way he said it would. I don't care what it is. I'm not just talking about money, I'm talking about anything. It'll always cash out that way because I know him, I know him personally, I know how to hear his voice. I know what walking in love is about. Not perfected. I'm developing it. You'll always be in a developing state. And as a result of those three things, my thanksgiving is by faith in the fact that he said it would happen that way. And I tell you what, what I'm just sharing with you right now, what we're going to share for the whole, talk about for the whole month of, of November, is about you and I understanding, thanksgiving or being thankful or grateful, that attitude, is not just something that we passively acknowledge, but it is a weapon to receive. How many believe that tonight? There's no day like the present for you to be thankful and allow that thanksgiving to flow out of you and affect other people the same way. Amen? I just... I mean, it's really becoming difficult for me in any way, shape, or form to put my mouth on anybody. I just can't do it anymore. Well, you know what? I can do it, but I don't want to do it, no matter what. I mean, it's, it's just, it's like, I, I mean, the moment. You, know, you, you, ever, you ever been around somebody, and they're talking negative, and you want to get real critical of their negativity? You know better than they are. I don't have the right to be critical of what someone else is saying. But I have the responsibility when I hear negativity to shut it down inside of me. I don't have to play a part. I mean, you don't have to sit there like you're praying in tongues while someone else is talking bad about someone else. You know, I mean that 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 that's false humility in itself, you know. Don't don't be stupid. You understand what I'm saying? Don't, don't be that way. But we have a responsibility to obey what God tells us to do. Because if you'll obey and you'll learn how to do that, it'll affect other people. They'll stop doing it, and they don't even know why. They'll be convicted, and they don't even know why. If you don't, if you don't put off some air of, you know, super spirituality or whatever, if you just shut your mouth, just shut it. I don't have to agree. Some people get so nervous when somebody talks bad about someone else, they feel like they have to agree. Just shut your mouth. I want to I'm, I'm living that way for the rest of my life on planet Earth, and I'm gonna get better every day at it. Because there's such power. If you can't be thankful about something, just keep your trap shut. Thankful. Amen? Being thankful for family. Being thankful for your career. Speaking over your career, things in your life. Being thankful for the peace of God. You know that Jesus gave you his peace? The Bible says he gave us his peace. Being thankful for the peace, for the joy of the Lord. And, and, and I, I wrote this down. Being thankful for the manifestation of the word of God. Amen being thankful for the manifestation of